Hey, this is Kit James. Austin Davis. With the Neck Roots Podcast. We're here at the Neck Ranch, and today's episode is going to be epic. You know why? Because I have no idea what it is. We have no, yeah. We don't We don't have a planned episode today, do we, Kit? You, you know what? You don't need a planned episode of the Neck Roots Ranch. You can just throw your boots on and, and get after it. We literally just walked in the door. Austin just finished a long day, so did I, and it was like, we... we it was muscle memory, man. We threw on the headphones, threw on the hat. Yeah, it's and, time for uh, fire on the wire. It's time for fire on the wire. Made yeah. sure the the mics were live and the lights were on, and and here we are. I just yeah. There we go. Should so, we just find out what the? You know what? Why don't we uh, see what's trending, dude? I what's guarantee trending? you something that's trending's got to be. And I don't like trends, but no, dude. This is the first time we've ever searched for trending topics. Usually, we come up with these things. If they don't, own, if, if they don't say blue jeans and boots, then they ain't trending right. So I just <laughs> <Yeah>. move on. <laughs> oh, and uh, neck roots t-shirts and hats. Yeah, that's right. they say that. Remember that neck nation. If they ain't got some cool threads and forget about it. Okay, dude, I've got, I've got some pulled up here. I'm just looking through some of these here. What's number one? The brown. With the oh. black leather patch uh, neck roots bull hat, is that number one? On <clears throat> That's table? number one on our trending topics. <laughs> but according according to the world, dude, they're uh, TikTok ads. I don't think we can do anything no, with TikTok I don't, ads. I don't know nothing about no TikTok ads. I don't know anything about TikTok ads. Uh, digital twin. Do you have a digital twin? I don't have no. I, I don't, don't have I a don't, digital twin. I don't is that a, like a like a uh, what is that uh, an avatar? My digital twin, my my video game buddy. I don't play video games. You play video. You don't play nope. video games either. We ain't got time for that. No, if I had Pac-Man, I'd give it a play. <laughs> there you go. You know, I get Tourette's when I play Pac-Man. When the ghost starts chasing me, <laughs> I do. <laughs> you get lie. a little jumpy. <laughs> I get a little jumpy and start mouthing off and running. Yep. There you go. I I get that when I uh, when I'm working on stuff. Um, okay, dude. Number three. What's number three? Dude, side hustle. Oh, yeah. Side hustle. We might be able to tie that into something, can't we? Frick, my whole life's been a side hustle. <laughs> I know. You're an entrepreneur. Been an entrepreneur for 27 years. Yeah. All that stuff. Got yeah. side hustles. You know that stuff. Yeah. I dabbled in it. We can talk about that and tie it into something, couldn't we? Oh, absolutely. So, side, you know what? Side hustles nowadays are a lot different than they were in, in the olden days. And I'll tell you what. My two kids, are they're totally different, right? Everybody's two kids is listening or three kids or four kids, whatever. Everyone's different. They have a di- different personality, different comfort zone, um, different way of expressing themselves. And uh, when you bring this up, it's like I remember when I was a little guy, dude, I had a paper out when you actually read the newspaper. Yeah. Bro, I was hustling, man. If they didn't get the paper, I'd go knock on the door and ask them why they didn't get the paper. Yeah, no kidding. Right? And that was. Yeah, they had the coupons in there, man. The Sunday paper was full of them. Why wouldn't yeah. you want it? It was yeah. cheap back then, too. I, and I hated Thanksgiving. 4 a.m., bro, those papers oh. were the size of a 20-inch pipe. You know what I mean? With, oh, all the, with all the advertisements in it. But anyways, um, I was always hustling and mowing lawns and doing this and doing that. And and um, we used to get paid a certain amount. And then um, just for delivering the paper from the, from the paper company. Yeah. But I didn't make all my money there, dude. I made it. By knocking on the door and saying, Mrs. Adams, how would you like your paper delivered? And she's like, I just reckon you throw it right here on my porch like everybody else. I'm like, nope. (laughs) How do you want it delivered? Would you like it tucked inside your screen on rainy days? Would you like it set right here so if you come out in a robe, 
oh, Bob over there ain't looking at you or whatever. You know what sure, I mean? Sure, yeah. And why did I do that? Because there was, there was tips. I made more money in tips on my paper route than I did on the paper route. That Personalized was, service, man. Bro, that was just a means to an end. That paper was just in my way, but it was a way to get to that front door. And, and I knew all their names, and I'd go yeah. to collect, and I'd give the paper their, their cut, and I'd get mine. And mine was bigger than theirs just because I was schmoozing and... There you, you go. Know what I mean? You started the PPD, the personal paper delivery system, right there. I did, bro. PPDS. Like, I'd, 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 I'd say I hope this is a five star ride for you, but no, I was I was really pushing that <clears throat> relationship just to make the extra buck. But yeah, and and you look at that like hustle, and some people think of the name hustle as if, um, you know, as if it, it's a derogatory thing. Sometimes it it's taken that way. Got a negative connotation yeah. to it, yeah. And you know what? It's not. And uh, hustle is another word for for work, and 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 hustle, hustle just means you're always trying to find a new way, not a conniving way, but a new way. Yeah, right. Sure. Or a better way, or another way. It doesn't even have to be a better way. It has to be another way. Because I look at so many people, they'll go into a business, and and all the people I've talked to over the years, they're looking for that that one thing that's just uh, nobody has. Right. Yeah. You want to be the first one yeah. in ground floor. Well, I've done that before, and that is hard. Sure. Because you're not ad, you're not you're not marketing. You're educating. Yeah. And, and if you educate, if your marketing is education, you're educating the consumer what this thing is because nobody's ever seen it before. Yeah. It's tough. Yeah. There's no path. It's expensive. There's no path to yeah. follow. And then they get the, the consumer's confidence goes down. They're like, I don't know. They're first. Does it really work? Right. Yeah. And so being the first at something is not always the best. Taking a simple service that and making it better, finding a problem in it or solving a problem with it, and even if it's just so simple and stupid that it – but it just – it's a needed service. And you improve on the service and do what you say. It's like I've seen people crush it on side hustles or whatever you want to call it. Their side hustles turn into a mainstream hustle, and their mainstream grows, and they – they expand it. And and so you never know where they'll go. But looking back at my kids, um, my youngest, man, he'd be 13, 14 years old. And he was doing all this stuff on online. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, bro, I'm, I'm, I'm taking this product from this page. I'm putting it on this page and I'm marketing it. I'm selling it. Even though it's more money over here, it's less money over here. So Walmart will send it to him. But this and that, you know, and he's explaining <laughs> oh to me. I'm gosh, like, gosh, dude. Bro, that sounds like a lot of work for a can of peaches. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. And he's like, well, here's my margins, Dad. And he'd come home, do his schoolwork, and go over there and start motoring. Dude. And so he put some money into it, you know. And when when it didn't work out because he didn't have enough cash for their return policies or whatever, something yeah. something happened like that, right? Inconsistency and in, in just-in-case return policies, funds available, whatever it was. Um. He's like, yeah, no, that's not going to work next, right? Yeah. And he was able to move on. Yeah. Yeah. He and didn't he, go, well, dude, I'm never going to try that again. He that's, was, <clears throat> dude, that's where, that's where I run into issues, kid. Like, you know, just going back to when I was younger, like uh, when I was 14, 13, 14 during the summer, there was nothing to do, right? So I started the Handyman Davis Company, and we just did just all the things that you know teenage boys do. Sure. Mowing lawns, painting fences, painting barns, doing yeah. yard work, that type of stuff. And and did that for four hours a day um, the whole summer, and, and which was really good because that 
you know, just, I wanted to work. I wanted to do that. I wanted to earn money. And I think, you know, that's the same thing. Like you said, with hustle, hustle is you wanted, you're, you're wanting to do something more productive with your time. We understand our time is valuable. You don't want to waste it just sitting around scrolling on your phones or watching TV. You, you want to do something meaningful with it. You want to spend time with your family, right? You want to be earning and burning, right? Yep. So side hustles are great. And I've, I've dabbled in side hustles, um, for the, the last couple of years. And I've really, I've been inspired the last couple of years to try and figure out something that I could do on the side, right? Like it's, it's something that I need to do. But the problem is <clears throat> I got into this side hustle a couple of years ago and it didn't work out for me. And it was a pretty expensive, not work out. And uh, ever since then, I've just been really i would call it risk averse right i'm like man i took this risk it didn't work out cost me a ton of cost me a ton of money maybe maybe i'm maybe i'm not meant to do the side hustle thing right and maybe it's just maybe it's too much risk for me and uh that really keeps me from from wanting to get into stuff now every time i explore something and i've explored you know at least a dozen things since then to try and figure out what to get into but i always end up talking myself out of it Every yeah. time I'm like, dude, no, this will go wrong. This will go wrong. It's yeah. gone wrong before. This will go wrong. So, well, you know, there's a, a, I think honestly, evaluating risk and mitigation of risk is very important in anything you look at, right? You can't just go into it ready, fire, aim. Yeah. Right. I used to when I was younger. I mean, I was already pulling the trigger and reloading the clip before yeah, I knew yeah. what I was shooting. Exactly. Right? So I'm yeah, like, kid, hey, you know, we're, we're hunting hogs, not dogs. <laughs> yeah. like, oh, my oh, bad. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, and, and so a lot of times you want that knowledge and you want that education. And you have to have a fine line between that knowledge and that education. And then that risk advertisement or risk mitigation process or um, due diligence, whatever you want to call it. And, and then you got to have just as much of that transferred into the action to take action and take that next step, which is a scary step, right? Yeah. And every journey, no matter how far that journey goes, starts with that first step. And I think that's the hardest part for everybody. Um, when I was doing seminars, I remember I would see this lady and she'd come through several times. And I'm like, man, she's probably more educated than anybody in the room. I'm like, yeah. what, are you, what are you doing? She's like, I just don't feel confident enough to go to for it. And I'm first like, step. dude, you know more than I know. Right. I've seen you at every conference. You follow this thing around like the Grateful Dead, you know, just (laughs) pull the trigger. Yeah. Like go. Yeah. You know what I mean? Some things you can learn on the fly after you've done your due diligence. But what's interesting is I I hear that a lot. And that is where people say, I think I don't dare take the risk, you know? Yeah. And there's risk in everything. If there's 1% of risk, that means there's risk. Sure. Yeah. So... Um, I think evaluating risk is important, but I think it's really, I think some people, and, and maybe you're included in there, um, uh, only you would know, but it's it's not as much the risk. Once you've evaluated and feel comfortable with it, it's, it's more of the comfort. You don't have comfort or the confidence to take the next step, right? Yeah. And, and we call it risk. I would, yep, I would agree with that. Because I would agree with, I'm, I'm comfortable where I'm at. I'm comfortable with my, you know, nine to five or it's more than that most days, but I'm comfortable with that job, right? I know it's there's going to be a paycheck right. every two weeks, and you know I'm going to take care of my family, and we're going to do our things that we do, and it's just going to be there. And there's and, definitely comfort in that. 
And there's comfort there because you know you can predict the next two weeks, right? I think I can. But you really can't, right? <laughs> I mean, when you put and it that way, can't, yeah. You really can't, right? Yeah. You can, but you can't. Yeah. So you can see two weeks down the road, but the things that are unexpected, you can't see. Whether you're doing a side hustle on your own or you're going to a job that you've had for 15 years and you're good at it, and they ha- hand you a severance and say, dude, sorry, new new C team of boys came in, right? Yeah. And uh, they got a buddy that does this job. I'm not saying he's better, not saying this, not saying that, just saying see you. Yeah. I've watched yeah. my buddies go through it, right? Yeah. And once they go, you know, go through the initial shock, it's like, hey, that door closed, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's a lot of people going through that this year. Yeah. Tons of companies are laying people off. Yeah. And so I think – the comfort lies in that repetition of what you do every day. But the truth is, if you did a risk analysis on that and compared it to other companies, like I said, if there's 1% of risk, there's risk. There's risk. And so, and I think it depends on your personality too, because my personality is if I, if I was there every day for 15 years, dude, I would, I would be uh, uncomfortable. Right. And so I need, I need that pressure. I need that. I need the steamer, man. I need, the alligators on my, I need, you know what I mean? Be yeah. rip, I need to be ripping and running and push and push myself. And yeah. so that's why I think some people, you know, some people that go straight side hustle maybe shouldn't, right? Yeah. And, and some do, but, but I think going about it the right way, identifying the risk, identifying the comfort and identifying where the confidence comes from is a good idea. you got to learn whatever that side hustle is. But there's so many of them now that that there's platforms that just cater to side hustles. And I know so many people that are providing a service, whether it's um, proofreading or writing a resume or whatever, or even creating documents that, you know, you can keep track of this, this and this with. Yeah. And they create that document one time and that document sells for 10 cents or whatever uh, to a million people. Right. And so and then there's other people that have a skill, whether it's a labor like a painting a fence or whatever, and they can keep that alive on the side. And you never know what it'll turn into, but having some extra chips and stuff to do with your kids or a way to make some extra cash in the event of, I think side hustles are good. There's something that that help kind of build your confidence and and you're putting the power back in your hand saying, hey, in the event of the unexpected, right, um, the car breaks down or whatever, and we're running, you know, this job's just, just enough to afford our bills, Guess what? I've got this little nest egg over here because of my side hustle for for the rainy day. For the rainy day. Right. Which they happen, dude. We're all living life. Yeah. Everybody out in Neck Nation knows that yeah. life throws you curveballs all the time. Nothing yeah. the unexpected. And I've I've been thinking as we're talking about this kit that side hustle is a good <clears throat> is a good tester, right? It's a good step to take to figure out what your appetite is and what your capabilities are. And I think, you know, if we put our minds to it and we really trust ourselves, right, and we have confidence and belief in ourselves to get something done, to figure something out and get it done, that we can be successful in our side hustles. Maybe not the first one, you know. Um, I think uh, the important part of that is what's in your control as far as your side hustle goes, are you in control of your side hustle or are you kind of relying on somebody else yeah. for your side hustle to work out? Right. And that's kind of maybe where I, I, uh, I took a failure 
or uh, it's a failure, man. I, that's kind of, I relied on somebody else more than I relied on myself to execute something. But, you know, if we can prove to ourselves that we can do that, I think that just builds the entrepreneurial spirit inside of us, right? And super healthy uh, from a mental standpoint. I mean, this <clears throat> this kind of goes back to everything that we've talked about in the last, I think this will probably be episode 47 or 48 or something like that, but all the other episodes you want to talk about building confidence in yourself, go and, go and win your side hustle and then turn your side hustle into a full-time job somehow and then know that you can accomplish that. Yeah. How much confidence do you have to say, you know what, if I can do this, I'm going to put somebody in charge of this side hustle that I just turned into a full-time job. I'm going to, I'm going to bring somebody on to manage this. I'm going to go start something else. Yeah. Right. And then yeah. I'm going to go start something else. Yeah. And the cool thing about it is, is, not only do you develop that confidence, you're going to develop skills along the way. You're going to gain education along the way, right? Because yeah. you got to learn about these things. And we've talked about this before. There is no shortage of information, right? No. If you want to know about something and how to do something, it's it's right here at your fingertips, man. Yeah, we all, we've all got it. And just it, it builds yourself, right? Yeah. And in that confidence that you can do these things and, and just a sense of accomplishment, right? Yeah. How, I mean, how great is that for your, your mental health? For sure. It is. And it's not just side hustle. It's everything, right? Yeah. But a side hustle, it just seems like it has one, that extra exclamation mark, you know, of doing something on your own where you're stepping out of your comfort zone where it's, oh, dude, if I don't do this, then we're afraid of that failure. And like you said, oh, I failed. Well, no, you didn't. You got educated. That's you know true, what I mean? dude. Yeah. And the truth is I failed lots of times, man. And every time I lose control, guess what happened? I lost control. So now I just keep things that are manageable and in my control. Um, and so there's a comfort zone with with everybody in their portfolio and in their life. And, and it goes along with their outlook on life, too. And I think that's why what you said is everything that we look at, it's the way we look at it. For example, um, you race motorcycles and you're good at it. When I hear you talk about lining up before the gates drop, there's 50, 60 people next to you around you. Yeah. Do you sit there and go, hmm, wonder if I can win? Uh, on the line that I've been on, it's not even a question in my mind. It's like right. I'm going out, and this is what I tell my dad all the time. I'm like, I'm not racing to have fun. right? I'm, I'm racing to win. Right. And if I'm winning, I'm having fun, dude. Right. That's it. So. Okay, but when you line up and you flip your goggles on yeah. your helmet. I'm, I'm getting you, to those banners first, dude. Yep, yeah, and you're leaned over forward over the tank and, you're grab, yeah. and your clutch is pulled in. What's going through your mind? I'm hmm. going to be first to those banners. That's it. Yeah. So now take that same perspective and outlook into anything you do. Yeah. When you step up to the next side hustle or the next thing and you've evaluated, because you do the same thing at a race, you walk the corner, you walk the track, you look at it, right? Yeah, at least the start. They let us do that in desert racing. So, and I always do. There, yeah. There's never a time where I'm not walking the start and when to you, find my line. Yep. And then I get back to the starting line and I've got confidence. I know what's I know what's right there, at least to the first turn and then everything after that. You can see. Unno well, no, it's <laughs> unknown, right? For right, the next but 80 you, miles. You don't have dust in your face. Oh yeah. You don't have yeah. dust in your face, but the terrain is unknown. And I, yeah. this connection that you're making is just it's kind of ringing true to me here. So that's risk mitigation and that's planning. Yeah. Right. When you walk out and they allow you to look at that first, you know, to the banners. Yeah. 
that's where you're out there going, okay, it's going to be risky to be on the right side. It's going to be this or that. You know, I want to pick this line. This is my plan. I'm going to plan my ride and, and ride my plan, right? Yeah. And and you're going to take it all the way to the banners. And then after that, you're going to send it and you can see clearly. And that's your plan. Yeah. And you have utter confidence in that plan. You don't care what them other 50 dudes are doing as long as they're eating your dirt. Yeah, it's true. And it's the same thing, right? So when you step into a side hustle, you go look at the first corner. You go look at that first leg to the banners. Yeah. And you go, I know what I'm going to do from here to here. Do I know if it's 100% right? No, I don't. But, again, if there's 1% of risk, there's risk. Yeah. So I'm going to send it with utter confidence. I did everything I can, everything that I know, everything that was available. And you're right. We're drowning in information and starving for wisdom, right? Yeah. But you take that opportunity to go get as much education as you can to the banners. Bro, you got confidence. You're pinning it, right? And so it's the same thing in a side hustle or anything else, right? And so – and it depends on the side hustle, you know, if you have that – level of control or if you're just a minority investor in something or whatever. But um, side hustles are something that you do on the side, on your own time, and find something that you're confident at and get that mind frame and that mindset and find out why you're confident and why you have no fear of getting out of that comfort zone. Because at one time in your life, I guarantee you at that gate, looking at those banners, there was utter fear and lack of confidence. Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, especially when I first started out. Yeah. It was, dude, the butterflies, you get sick, you feel like throwing up, dude. You're yeah. Super nervous, shaking, all yeah. of it, all of it. And I watch my I watch my kids go through it wrestling and, yeah. and doing things too. So, And we all go through it until we get to that comfort zone. But guess what? Those things that give us those butterflies, those things that push us, those are the things that keep you alive. Yeah. Sometimes you just got to feel that little nervousness to know that you can still feel and that you're alive and that you're living, right? Yeah. I think that's important, Kit. This is a, this is an opportunity to get to know yourself. Yeah. Right. I think a lot of times, at least for me, I shy away from, from doing certain things like I talked about because I mean my whole my my job, my career, my profession, is all about evaluating risk and mitigating risk. Right. Right. So the first time I look at something, the only thing I'm seeing is the risks. That's it. I'm just trained to look at the risks, and. Because of that, I'm missing out on opportunities to get to know who I really am, right? If mm-hmm. I was to take if I was to take one of these opportunities and see it through instead of talking myself out of it, right? And then I accomplished that, what did I just learn about myself that I didn't know before, right? What did we I mean, Neck yeah. Nation, I, you've got opportunities, right? We've all got opportunities. And we've talked about taking opportunities before, not letting them pass you by, but we haven't talked about it in the context of getting to know who you are, which is also getting to your roots, yeah. right? Sometimes we don't know. We've lost our roots. We yeah. can't remember what they are. Sometimes we remember what they are, but man, find finding yourself and finding your limitations and finding your abilities, this is a great way. Yeah. And then there's even a time when I when I was chasing that exact thing and and I was making, I had three or four different businesses making, you know, they're doing really well. And, and I remember this, uh, people always say, I want to make a lot of money. I want to make a lot of money. Well, just remember when you have a lot of money, you also have a lot of responsibility. Oh, sure. Yeah. People don't see it that way. Yeah. They go, I want a lot of money. No, you don't. Do you? So there's also when you do take that side hustle and you do take it to the moon, guess what? You have to go 
am I designing a life or am I designing a lifestyle? And yeah. and that's a difference. And so uh, you've noticed, you know, in my next 50 years how I've throttled back a little bit. And, yeah. And I mean, I'm still in fifth gear in a lot of things, but it's like, you know what? I don't, I could go out there and, and, and blow this thing up, right? Go this or that way or that. But guess what is important? My family, my time, and being able to be there, right? Yeah. And so the more money you make, the less time you have because the more responsibility. It's just how it is. I don't care if it's your own business and your own money. If you're making that money, you have just that other side of that scale is responsibility. That responsibility requires your time and attention. When your time and attention responsibility are on the other side of that scale, you can look across the chains and go, man, is that money worth it? Right? Yeah. Yep. And so there's a happy medium in everything you do, right? And it all starts with a mindset and, and a desire. But if it's important, you'll plan on it. And, and if you plan for th- something working out, that means you believe in it, right? When you get on the gates and you're, and you're looking at the flags in the first run and the first stretch, bro, you believe in it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And the other, the other thing about that, you know, sitting on a, sitting on a starting line for me, I'm not, I'm not counting on other people to crash before the banners. I'm not counting on other people to have a hard time starting their bikes. I'm not counting on other people to, you know, have a bobble or get stuck in a gear or miss a gear or something like that so that I can get to the front. Right. I'm counting on me. Right. I'm, I'm relying on me. Right. And I think that that's, that's important here, especially with these side hustles, man. Rely but on yourself and believe in yourself. That's where it gets heavy, though. Yeah. And that's where you get to find out who you are. And, and it's so awesome. Even if you find out the hard way, like what you said, you went through a deal and you failed. And so sometimes you, you do a risk analysis that takes you north. And then all of a sudden you realize, well, crap, I went gone so far north. I'm going south. Right. South Pole already. Right? <laughs> and, and, and we do that in a lot of things. And it's justifiable. And it makes us feel better. But the truth is. There will be a time in our life when we get to a certain point and we start doing a mitigation on our regret, right, yeah. instead of our risk. And so I think more than anything, it's like if there's a strong desire, forget about those other 50 people on the line. Forget about the friends and family that will say you may or may not have um, you know, failed or your failure or whatever. Forget about it, dude. We're done buying things and wearing things that we really don't like for people that we really don't care about. You know what I mean? Yeah. Forget about it, dude. Do you. You do you. Yeah, and you that's, do you. And that's important, too. I mean, we look at these side hustles, and we want to be like XYZ. We want to be like so-and-so. And and the the reality is, and the whole thing behind Next Root, Neck Roots is become the best version of yourself. Yeah. You do you. And yeah. and if, you, if you're going on this, this path to, to put a side hustle together and, and find out who you really are and what your capabilities are, I guarantee you got the capability to do whatever you put your mind to. But do you. Yeah. And for me, ride my own race. Don't worry about the guys around me. If some guy gets around me because he wants to, you know, go balls out for the first five miles and burn himself out, and then he's he's toast for the next 75, I'm going to get back around him because I'm doing it my way. I'm riding my race. I'm not comparing myself uh, to somebody else and trying to, to keep up with them and getting out of my head. Right. right? I shouldn't be doing that. It's um, easy. To it do. Ha- oh, dude, it's easy, easy to do, dude. It's easy to do <laughs> when you haven't done it for three years. It's easy to do, bro. Yeah. If I would have just rode my own race, I would have passed that guy. Yeah. It would have taken me another 
you know, half a minute to get by him because I would have just been doing my own thing. But, yeah. you know, you, you still succeed. You still can succeed in the end doing it at your own pace. Yeah. You don't have to keep up with somebody else. No. And a lot of times you're keeping up with them and you're racing their race yeah. instead of your own race. And yeah. I, think, I think that's important. And, you know, the one thing that's worked for me, anytime <laughs> I'm about to do something stupid or do something that gives me butterflies, I always ask myself, if my kids were standing here right now getting ready to to send this and they were a little scared or whatever, what advice would I give them? Because they're watching. Yeah. And when I, when I, when I just do that quick evaluation, I already hear myself giving them the advice that I would give them. And I'm like, if I'd give it to them, then I better swallow it myself. Right. Yeah. And they'd be like, hey, dad, you scared frick? No, dude, we'll fight the whole team. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> right. Even though it, deep down inside you're going, dang, I'm alive, man, because I got the butterflies, right? Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm about to do this thing that is a little bit scary or uneasy or uncomfortable. And so I think just finding a little trick like that also helps. Yeah. Isn't that true, Kit, that, you know, when we think, yeah, for those of us, I mean, Nick Nation, if you got kids, I got kids. And I want to, I want them to have confidence in themselves. I want them to have this belief that they can accomplish anything that they put their minds to, right? There's the only limitation is the limitation that they put on themselves, right? I want them to go through life having those ideas. But to be honest, Kit, the only way our kids get those ideas and have those feelings about themselves and their abilities is watching us, right? We have to model the behavior. And I started thinking about this and, you know, I can tie it back to a, a lack of confidence in myself. Our second episode that we ever did was on on confidence, right? And it was the second episode. The first episode was an introduction and shedding your shame. The second episode was building confidence because that is super important to yeah. to you know being who you are. And I heard this uh, quote the other day. I can't remember where I heard it, but. The quote goes, you know, we, we always think the grass is greener on the other side, right? But the reality is, is the grass is greener where you're watering it. Yeah. And if we lack confidence in ourselves, if, if you know, I'm apprehensive to do a side hustle or go do something or Neck Nation, if you're apprehensive to, to start something because you don't think you have what it takes or that you're not going to see it through, well, the grass is greener where you're watering it. Yeah. And if you're, if you're giving thought to those ideas, right? And, and you're eroding erod- them. You're mm-hmm. watering them. You're eroding yeah. your you're eroding your confidence. You got to start watering the other patch of grass. Dude, stop watering the grass. It's got the poison on it. Dude. Yeah, <laughs> you got to water the grass that's going to grow and and help you become the best version of yourself. And that negative uh, aura or uh, worry or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. When you do that and give it that energy, you're giving it a bigger shadow than you need to. Yeah. You know what I mean. So. Yep. I think that's important. All those things are super important, man. Yeah. Let's go start a lemonade stand right now. I'm freaking ready. I'm tuned dude, up. I'm ready. Let's go sell paper clips, dude. Like nobody's no. ever seen a paper clip no, before. Let's go sell new, let's go sell newspapers, <laughs> dude. The personal paper delivery system. Dude. Yeah. Oh, dude, we P-P-D. can sell newspaper. They all got to be electronic nowadays. But. Oh, don't you say that, so I'm going to go start knocking doors. <laughs> Your side hustles are on the Google box now. <laughs> Yeah, they are. Oh, man. But there's a lot of opportunity out there. Not only is there a lot of information out there that we're drowning in as we search for wisdom, there's yeah. also a lot of opportunities out there. And opportunities, I'll tell you this, you know, I told my kids, um, 
you have to be ready for those opportunities, meaning you can't be that Debbie Downer that's like always um, going, man, I don't know, nothing good happens or this or that or whatever, because no one wants to be around that dude. No. Is opportunity going to come knocking on your door? Hey, Chipper, how you doing, man? You look like you're hanging your head and down on life. I'm going to give you an opportunity. Nope. It's not how it works, bro. No. You smile and dial and you get opportunities. That's just how it is. It's a, it's a way you present yourself, right? Yeah. You and work so hard. Even if you're leaking like the Titanic, bro, and you're and you're going down, you know what? You put a smile on your face. How you doing? Oh, dude, I'm never better. How are yeah. you doing? Right? Yeah. And and that's when opportunity comes. And th- and that's the truth. You know what I mean? If you, Hey, how you doing? People really don't care how you're doing. They just say that. I don't know why we say that. Why do we say that? I don't know, man. It's a conversation starter, I guess. I do it every, all day. Everybody does every, it. Every day. Every time and, I start a meeting. Hey, how you doing? Yeah, and there's a yeah. few people that you say, how you doing? Dude, 30 minutes later, you're like, dude, I didn't really mean it, but all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. There are some people I mean it with, yeah. like close friends, people For who sure. are going through a hard time. And I'm just checking up on them. But For sure. But yeah. it's like almost like high sometimes, it right? It is, yeah. But my point is, you don't want to be that person stuck in that rut or stuck in that shadow or stuck in that because you'll be that person going, oh, man, opportunities never come to me. Well, No. No. Not, not when you're hanging your head, man. Lift your head up, man. Look yeah. up. Bless up. You know what I mean? Yep. And, and wear a smile, even if you have absolutely no reason. And if you do, you'll find a reason. Yeah. That's when opportunity finds you. It doesn't find you when you're down and out and not feeling it. It's yeah. just it's just the truth, man. Yeah. And along with that is, you know, we always think about, okay, well, what side hustle is popular right now? Right? What am I going to get into? Like, what's everybody else doing? And this goes back to to riding your own race, right? Which is the side hustle that I get into or the side hustle that you get into may not be right for somebody else, no. right? We've all got different strengths and, and different talents, right? If you're a plumber, dude, your side hustle could be related to plumbing, right? Yeah. Maybe you're, you invent something uh, that, that helps you do your job and then you can sell that to other plumbers or or if you're a plumber and you're you're working for a plumbing company, maybe you just do some stuff on the side for yourself, right? Yeah. Like a, an hour and a half a day, uh, one job, simple job, right? At night or something like that. But you know, start side hustles that are that are or get into side hustles that fit who you are and fit what you do and fit what you know, right? Or if you want to branch out, that's fine too. You got to go learn about it yeah. so that you don't walk into them blind. Don't just do it because everybody else is doing it, yeah, right? That's true. Yeah. And so I think just because everyone else is doing it, it feels like something that we should do. Yeah, we should. But there's, and then you might be sitting here listening and going, well, I don't even have any skills or I don't even know. I'm not a plumber. I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to do that. I don't know how to do nothing. Don't water that grass. <laughs> yeah. No, don't water that grass. But once you get rid of the dandelions, the truth is you do. And you probably have friends that do. Just find that friend that's overwhelmed, that's doing something that just might need a hand in administrative, uh, whatever, organization, whatever. Everyone has a talent. Seriously, everybody does. Yep. And so there's always something that you can do. And you always find it when you're grateful and you're looking for it. And that's the truth. And when you're trying to reinvent something that's never been done before and be a one of a kind, just remember competition breeds success. You want competition in the marketplace because they help educate the consumer about the product. Just all you got to do is have a better widget or a better product or a better service than the next guy. Or you just got to show, you got to be better at showing people. Right. Right. Yep. Get it to the people better. I, I love it when there's uh, people say, oh, this market's flooded. Good. 
competition breeds success. That's like you going to race and you're the only person racing. How much fun yeah. would that be? Yeah, that's not fun at all. Right? Well, I mean, where's the accomplishment in that? <laughs> right? Yeah. So style any- points. That's what it is. If it's if it's if the market's flooded, you want style points. I don't care if everybody's selling ballpoint pens. Watch right. the way I sell them. People right. will buy them from me because of my style points. Same pen, package different, right? Package different. There you go, dude. Same date, different dress. There you go. Different weekend. <laughs> exactly. Cool. Well, I think that's a pretty good conversation for on the fly, bro. Bro, I love. I'm actually better at fly on yeah. the fly. You know what I mean? Yeah. No agenda. Just go on a walkabout, man. I've got a lot of Reader's Digest useless information in this head. <laughs> it's good stuff. It's it's uh, it's the Kit James University, bro. <laughs> so awesome. Well, Neck Nation, let's uh, let's let's explore these opportunities. Let's not let the uh, the opportunities pass us by if they come along. Let's really find out who we are and uh, become the best version of ourselves. We got to have confidence. Make sure you're watering the grass where it counts and where it's going to build you as an individual and as a person. And uh, that's the message that we'll leave you with today. Does that sound good? Awesome. Awesome. Well, make sure you like and share this video. Uh, Also, click the notification button if you haven't already. That way you get notified every time one of these comes up, which is every Tuesday morning, whether you're on YouTube or whether you're Spotify, Apple, Google, iHeart, wherever you're listening, every Tuesday morning. Um, check out us, check out our Facebook, our Instagram. Uh, we post things on there, pictures, things that we're up to, things that we're doing, things the kids working on, motorcycle pictures, right? Whatever it is, that's on our, our social media. And then check out neckroots.com and get yourself a hat, get yourself a shirt. I mean, it's Christmas is coming up here, so this is a good gift yeah. for uh, for that uh, that guy that uh, that's in your life or yeah. yourself. Right, if you're your guy in your life, then yeah. take care of yourself and get a hat and a shirt. But so. no, but no, honestly, let's be real, dude. No one wants to get under the mistletoe without a nice lid that says Neckroots. There you go, bro. You know what I mean? Exactly. You got to be prepared. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? This, you can't get you, under the mistletoe. If you stand under the mistletoe with a Neckroots hat on, Neck Nation, you don't even need somebody's going to come join you. <laughs> She's going to come join you <laughs> under the mistletoe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. It's a draw. Awesome. Well, we'll leave you with that, Neg Nation, and bless up. Bless up. Thanks for joining us.